Welcome back to Dreams, Passion and Your Hong Kong Story, where every time we bring before you inspirational stories of amazing people from this magnificent land, Hong Kong. Today we have with us a very dynamic and creative entrepreneur, someone who has an astute eye for color and design. Let's welcome Michelle Kohler, founder and creative director of the iconic home store brand of Hong Kong, Tequila Cola. Hello, Michelle, and welcome to our show. Thank you, Jaya. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you. Are you here? Mm -hmm. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Where are you originally from? And what motivated you to become a fashion designer? I'm originally from uh, New Jersey, just outside of New York City. Okay. Uh, I, I call it the Simsat Choi of, of New York, just uh, across on a ferry mm -hmm. uh, or the tunnel. Um, and I grew up in a very creative household. My father was a professional photographer for the New York Daily News, uh, and he, he photographed a lot of famous people. Um, and my mother was very creative in, in all aspects of her life as well. So we had a very dynamic um, upbringing, my, my brother's uh, brother and sisters. And that's that's how I started to become also interested in the, in arts uh -huh. and creativity. So normally when, I mean, I, I read about you and I figured out that you have done fashion designing from New York City. So normally when people do fashion designing, they go into garments, but you ended up moving into furniture. So can you tell us a little bit about your background, uh, you know, where you started from and mm. how did this transition happen? Mm. Yes, I would love to. Um, I started sewing when I was very young, when I was 12 years old. Okay. Uh, I took a sewing, 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 wow. sewing. And then by the time I was 16, I was making my own patterns. And I was sewing for not only myself, but my sisters, my, um, my teachers. Then I started to sew ball dresses, uh, wedding dresses for other people, for friends of friends and, um, I, I started my own little business when I was 16, 17 years old. So I was pattern making, making the pattern and sewing the dresses. Wow, so the seeds of entrepreneurship was sown back then? Back then, yes, yeah. yes. I didn't realize it, but I guess that's, I didn't even know what the name entrepreneurship, perhaps. And so then what brought you to Hong Kong? Um, I had met a lovely Australian in New York uh -huh. uh, in 1988. And he was transferred to Tokyo and then Hong Kong. And I decided, why not? Why not explore Asia? I'm so excited. My, it was my first time in Asia. Yeah. So, so you moved with him to Hong Kong. And, you know, and then you became an entrepreneur when you moved to Hong Kong. Yes. So what made you decide to become an entrepreneur? Was it something to do with the vibes of the city? Or you always had this idea in your mind and you saw that the time was just right? Yes, both, I okay. think. When we met in 88 and then moved to Hong Kong, my husband and I, um, in 1990, we, we knew that we were both entrepreneurial types. So we knew we had to have a business together. And he, um, he believed in me and my mission of, um, of developing a home, home brand. Mm. And when I traveled throughout Asia, I realized there was a lot of potential to design um, some interesting pieces of furniture and textiles and 
um, sofas and with beautiful fabrics, then there wasn't that much on offer, especially in Hong Kong. I see. And, you know, the more I read about you the, and the more I see Tequila Cola, and I've been a customer of this store myself, mm. I, I do see the beautiful colors and the array of colors that's displayed here. So was, was that one of the reasons for you to come up with this business idea of having a store which would have all these colorful um, furniture? Or like, mm. how did that whole idea of Tequila Cola came from? Yes, um, probably because my family was quite creative and flamboyant. Uh, sewing from a very young age uh, enabled me to have a very keen color sense. So that incorporating that into home furnishings was a very exciting prospect. Mm -hmm. So instead of just having a beige uh, living room, I, I injected color and I was going to India to develop our textiles. I was going to Mexico where their color sense is very cute as well. All of these countries that know how to use color. So I was very inspired uh, to create a bold uh, furniture brand, not something that yeah, because in Hong Kong, you tend to see more blacks and greys. So that must have been a very bold decision at that time, I assume. Yes, yes, I, it was. Yeah. I didn't realize, perhaps. <laughs> so, so was it very popular with the expat community or was it equally popular with the local community here when you started it? When we started, uh, most of our customer base was expat, expatriate. Okay. Okay. Uh, and then that evolved into the, to the local uh, population. So mm -hmm. We have a lot of, uh, an array of different customers from all over the world now. Right. So you started, you know, Tequila Cola, as I understand, is a small store in Princess Building, and it has grown into this massive emporium. And I sit here right now, full of displaying beautiful furniture, lovely uh, accessories. So tell us, like, you know, how did the whole idea? of coming up with a, with, with a store like this in a place like Hong Kong come about? And also, how did the name Tequila Cola come? That's I, such a unique name. Yes, yes. Um, I think we developed, um, it, uh, Tequila Cola evolved from a small, uh, build, uh, a small shop, pardon, mm -hmm. a small shop in the Princess Building to then a warehouse in Taiwan and then we moved to um, Adelaide Chow in 1998. Mm -hmm. And that's when we really were able to expand and uh, inspire with uh, the, the space, the, the height, the ceilings, and mm -hmm. so on. So, so we had a lot more room to expand and, and show people the, the way. And Tequila Cola, uh, well, that's also a very bold name. Yeah, it? yeah. I was wondering, like, Tequila Cola, that sounds so much like drinks names. Yes, like. I know. Some people think it's a bar. but yeah. <laughs> That's um, what I thought in the beginning yes. when I moved to Hong Kong. Yes. Well, uh, my surname is Kohler, and my husband shortened it, decided, we decided to shorten it to Cola okay. for the business, K-O-L-A. How interesting. And, yes. And um, then Tequila was, well, Mexico was the first business. Uh, buying trip that I went on. Mm -hmm. So tequila, of course, is from Mexico, and uh, we decided what a perfect alliteration. My husband said, 
he's a bit of a wordsmith, so um, that alliteration worked really well. And you came up with this fascinating name. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> okay, now tell us a little bit about Tequila Cola, its products, market, your procurement, where you get all your things from. Mm -hmm. And also your recent philosophy of, uh, you know, repaint. I just read somewhere you're much onto reupholster mm -hmm. and use of the old furniture. Right, That's right, right. very much in line with the new, you know, the whole yes. system of sustainability. Like I said, I started um, buying from Mexico first. Mm -hmm. um, and they we imported um, ceramics, imported silver, imported textiles, a lot of very creative accessories, mm -hmm. accessories. Uh, then I knew I wanted furniture, so I, I had a look around Asia. I went to Indonesia, India, um, Thailand, and imported furniture from all of those countries. But what I generally did was take antiques. Mm -hmm. Restore them, have them restored, and modified to a modern day home. So made smaller, made not as tall. Um, we, we changed it, repainted. So a lot of the furniture uh, were they're, they're upcycled. Mm. Especially at that stage, we were using a lot of antiques. Um, and then also textiles. I went to India and I designed all of our own um, pillows and cushions and throws and quilts and so and, and sofas. So sofa fabrics, I should say. So the concept of reupholstering, repainting, using your old antique style furniture was a concept that Tequila Cola promoted from the very beginning. From the very beginning. Yes. Wow. Yes. We do a lot of reupholstery. Mm -hmm. So someone that doesn't want to, to have a new sofa, they'd rather just recondition their existing sofa. We, uh, we do a lot of that, okay. a lot of reupholstery of old chairs, a sofa that you love too much to, to, to get rid of or, or give on. Mm -hmm. And we promote that. We uh, make an effort to have this, uh, this feature, this um, uh, something that we can offer uh, that is eco-friendly and available to everyone. So you pick new fabric, we'll restuff the sofa and make it like new, but the best thing is you're saving that piece of furniture. Wow, that's so innovative as well. Not disposing of it, yes. Yeah, so yes. nice. So now tell us, like, you know, you are an entrepreneur and every entrepreneur in the business faces numerous challenges. Tell us, tell our audience about one of the challenges that you faced, uh, and or maybe you continue to face, which was the biggest in your field, and how did you overcome that? Mm. Um, the challenges, uh, I would say, um, of course, uh, rental, um, sometimes with um, renting space, mm -hmm. uh, you, you think that the market will keep growing, and perhaps there's a bit of a setback over the years we've yes. had uh, everything from actually the handover was fine but it was the Asian economic crisis there was bird flu swine flu even 9-11 in New York affected the markets around the world 2008 economic crisis right so you, it's a bit of a roller coaster mm -hmm. so you do have to hold on and you have to be a very good business person and cut back 
when necessary, mm-hmm. and then expand in between. So mm-hmm. you you have to be very flexible uh, and roll with all of the t- the tides. So you you had a very nimble business model that you kept changing. Exactly. And how did you nimble. do that? Like like for example, can you give an example? Um, I would say we were able to cut costs okay. by moving sometimes moving locations okay. or negotiating with our landlords mm-hmm. generally um, we've been very lucky lucky with our landlords mm-hmm. and they've they've helped us uh, as well uh, also the banks sometimes you need an overdraft and, and HSBC help but um, I think all of those uh, the the joint Effort right. is is important. You need yeah. You need to be savvy as well and cut your costs and overheads like the rent. So in a competitive market like Hong Kong, how did you make sure that you differentiated your brand of tequila cola from early on and continue to do so now? Mm. Tell us your mantra. I think our uh, sense of creativity, energy, color. Uh, and textiles. My textile background was very helpful in uh, procuring interesting fabrics from all over the world, including mm-hmm. India, including New York, including Europe. I import fabrics from Europe as well. And I think that mixture of textile, color, um, not only um, creates a cozy atmosphere, it creates a dynamic, mm-hmm. uh, inviting atmosphere for people. They can relax in our showroom. It's not so precious that you you can't just sit and feel. And it, it, It's perfect for a family, you mm-hmm. know, the families of Hong Kong. So I think that's what differentiates us, is our uh, sense and color, color sense and creativity. I also feel very relaxed in tequila cola. But oh, I come and I look around and as you correctly said, it's just so easy to sit on a sofa and relax. Yes. Michelle, how was Hong Kong a base for your business? Um, would you consider that being based in Hong Kong was an advantage? Yes, very much so. Being based in Asia, uh, where the products are developed and we were designing and creating our own products, so I was able to go to the factories quite often, from Hong Kong to India to Thailand to Indonesia. Uh, and back then, there were no trade shows, so I had to go to each town, each village, each uh, home textile producer, each factory. Wow. So, so you're very connected to the grassroots, I would say, in terms of your business procurement. Yes, yes, exactly. And how was Hong Kong for your personal journey? Um, Fantastic. Hong Kong is a very exciting place. Coming here as a young couple, uh, we had a lot of fun, A lot met a lot of influential, interesting people, which mm-hmm. perhaps elsewhere you wouldn't have a chance to rub elbows with such high-level individuals. We also had our children here, and they love Hong Kong as well, and it's a fantastic place to have children. There's a lot of things for them to do, a lot of places to go, sports, um, and you can enjoy you can enjoy your lifestyle here right. very easily. All right, Michelle, are you ready for your rapid fire question round now? That's getting to know Michelle's Hong Kong story in a bit more fun way. 
your favorite restaurant and bar in Hong Kong? way to hang out with friends and family in Hong Kong? I would say some trips are fabulous. Both trips, there's so, so much good boating out there. Mm -hmm. um, I would say that brings the whole family as, as the kids mature now. I think that still brings all of the family. And where do you go on these junk boat trips? Sometimes to Taekwong, mm -hmm. sometimes just to Lantau or Lama. Okay. Um, so uh, many different Alright, your idea of romantic date in Hong Kong? I would say um, date night with my hubby okay. would be to a very casual uh, restaurant perhaps in, in Soho. Uh, we like Soho because we like the Bohemian nature. It reminds me of my native New York. Okay. Uh, so I love the quirkiness of Alright, in Tequila Cola you have designed so many products. Which one of those is closest to your heart or you had the most fun designing? I would say all of my textiles. I love cushions. I'm the cushion queen, mm -hmm. textile queen. So I love sofas and I love uh, all of our chairs and our beds. Our beds are really inviting and luxurious. Okay. I like the word inviting. <laughs> okay, the last time you did something for the first time in Hong Kong. Mm. I actually went on this amazing yoga retreat a few months ago on Lantau Island. Mm -hmm. And it was in amongst all of the monasteries. Mm -hmm. Incredibly uh, eye-opening and inspiring and um, I was able to see another side of Hong Kong. Really? Who led the yoga retreat? My girlfriend and Wow. Wow. And three words that describes Michelle's Hong Kong life. I would say fun, full on, with business and family, and dynamic mm. and glamorous. So what are you most proud of as a Hong Konger? I think Hong Kong is resilient. Mm -hmm. um, it's uh, dynamic. Uh, I, I think the fact that it really still is East meets West in mm -hmm. the best possible way. It's a very um, entrepreneurial city as well. Mm -hmm. And I love that. Uh, what would you tell the global business leaders? Why should they engage with Hong Kong? I think the ease of doing business here, mm -hmm. the entrepreneurial spirit, and people work hard. So that makes it a very good place to develop a, a company. Mm -hmm. And what would you tell the 7 billion people around the world? Why should they visit Hong Kong? Why should they visit you here? Yes. 
we love visitors, uh, and there is a, a lot of hiking, a mm-hmm. lot of boating, fabulous uh, country parks. We're very fortunate to have great nightlife. We have a variety of different things. It's not just the big city, mm-hmm. it's also the beauty of the countryside. Well, thank you so much, Michelle, for coming to our show. Yes. And we wish you all the very best in all your future endeavors. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Stay tuned for our next episode on dreams, passion, and your Hong Kong story, where we bring you yet another fascinating story from this wonderful land, Hong Kong. Thank you.